2: It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Two kinds of girls, over 25, under 25. Distinct difference. Over 25, they got figured out. Yeah, there they are, 26. Yeah, fellas, if there's a one-night stand, it was a one-night stand for her too. She didn't want to be there either. She's got to do. A grown woman. Uh-uh. Under 25, they don't leave. They moved in. Yeah, they just moved in. You didn't even know it. You looked up, there was a loofah scrub. Back at their parents dropped them off for a slumber party. It's noon, it's like, what's for lunch? A paxi sandwich. You have to go and put my shirt away. You can't just steal my clothes. And under 25, they got too much energy. Yeah, all they want to do is go to the after party. How about the party we're at? (laughs) Let's just enjoy this party.
0: Uh, uh, That was Mike Young. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Weather-wise, we've got some rain out there this morning. Could be heavy at times. Look out for standing water and... Other flooding concerns. Rain will taper off later in the day. High of 70. It's 65 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, here's a sign that people are seeing an end to the pandemic. Durack says that condom sales are shooting through the roof. Oh, people are prepared. Yeah, double, double digits in the first three months of the year for what that's worth. Huh. Mm uh-huh. hmm. That's Getting pretty good. Getting out there. Yep. Yeah.
1: Maybe this is when the big baby boom will come. Because remember, they were anticipating, like, all these COVID babies, but that didn't really happen. So maybe they're going to, like, everyone's going to get pregnant this year, and yeah. next year will be the boom.
0: I spoke to a doctor. I was down in Key Largo, friend of a friend, and uh, she is um, an OBGYN, and I was asking her about the baby boom. She said just the opposite happened. Yeah. People didn't happened. want to be- bring
3: a baby into a sick world. Yeah,
0: there was just a lot of uncertainty, and uh, so it didn't happen the way they thought it would. Mm-hmm. You know, that could still change. We could see
3: Yeah, because now revolution. there'll be a, a catch-up. Once everybody starts to feel comfortable that that they're not going to get sick and the baby's
4: not going to get sick, they'll... Um, We're in 20s. Yeah. We're in 20s, coming back. Yeah, if yeah. condom
0: sales are any indication...
4: Uh, a lot of people
0: have been getting groceries delivered during COVID, so, you know, there may be more than a few of us who have forgotten our grocery store manners. Here are six <laughs> tips. <laughs> I get so frustrated
3: at the grocery store.
0: So let's see. Do not leave your cart in the middle of the parking lot. Oh, that's Yeah, I see worst. people do that. Do
3: you really? Um, I yeah, I Most of the people at my Kroger are
0: pretty good about that.
3: Well, Yeah, it depends on how far away they park. You know, I purposely always park very close to the cart rack. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, people who don't will sometimes just leave their cart. I always Mm. try to
1: park close to it because, especially when I was taking my kid to the store all the time, you want to have your child, your cart in your car kind of close yeah. to each other.
3: Cuz you put the kid in the car in the car and then return the cart. Yeah.
1: But I I Kroger's really
3: good. They have a lot of they carts. do. They, the cart know, corral. Yes, they got a lot of cart corrals. Other stores don't. Mm-hmm. Like there are there's one cart corral and it's 100 yards away from the store. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like and a lot those of are the places people will just abandon their carts anywhere.
1: A lot of those home style stores right. say, are exactly. like that. The real fun one is exactly. the
3: Home Depot yeah. in uh,
4: Pleasant Ridge over there.
3: That's
1: yeah, they have one cart return, right? And a lot of people have those like big pallets. So if that cart return is filled up with those big, I don't even know if they're pallets. They're like that big what thing you push, like a big cart with a big thing on the front. Yeah.
0: What makes me crazy, and what w- would make me even crazier if I worked there. Is when they put the little carts and the bigger carts Mm. in the same lane. Yeah. You know what a pain in the, you know what that is? Yeah. Uh, Come on.
3: Yeah, I know. How (laughs) hard is it to separate? And so,
0: what I will sometimes do is I will try to set an example because I'll come over and there's just a couple of them in there, but they're mixed up. I will fix them.
3: And are you looking around and making sure everyone is paying attention to what? Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're doing, and so the next time they know. Exactly right. Yeah.
0: It really does bother me, though, to the point where I feel like I have to take action and do something. Wow.
3: Yeah. Does it bother you to the extent that... When people actually used, or when you actually used cash at the drive through, and they would put the give you your dollars first and then put the change on top of the dollar as opposed to putting the change in your hand first. And then the dollar sheet so would drop because that used to really fire you up.
0: Yes, back in the day when we used to use currency. This is during olden times when we used to use dollar bills and coins. <laughs> yes. And uh, I would go to the drive-through and I would pay for my McDonald's and I would hand them a ten or a twenty or whatever, and they would give me my change with the bills first, and then they would just dump the, yeah, the change off. exactly. Right.
3: You <laughs> see how infuriating that is? I'm yes. with you. But now, today's issue is the mixing of the shopping carts.
0: Well, I have another one on top of that. Oh, yeah? Since we're talking about the drive-thru.
3: Sure.
0: Use the app. I don't care where you're going, whether it's Dunkin' or Chick-fil-A or McDonald's, order on the app for two reasons. One is you're in charge of making sure the order is accurate. So when you order on the app, if they screw it up, it's on them. Mm Mm-hmm and there's no confusion and it takes 2 seconds
2: and there's no cash yeah.
0: exchange there's no handing of the card it it makes it so much faster and if if everybody did it these drive through lines would sail
3: i'm telling you though you're going to have a you're going to be frustrated about this one for a long time because yeah. it's going to take most people a while to get on that bandwagon
1: but also the app doesn't always allow you to make the choices that you want,
3: they're getting better. They are the getting optics. better, they're but getting they're better.
1: yes, like you can't always do all of the substitutions that you can do with an in mm-hmm. person
0: person. You, you can on the Dunkin'. You can yeah. swap out cheeses, meats. Right? Yeah. You want this kind of bread, that kind of bread. It's fully customizable. That is
1: something that I found useful about. Apps, Same thing with Chick Fil A. Is like they ought, that they have things listed there that I didn't know were options. Right. Yeah. So I do like that about it.
4: I'm just surprised how many people and I don't do a lot of drive through food, but when I do. Maybe it's for that iced tea or that one sandwich because I'm running around and I'm hungry. You don't want to get on the app for that. Right, but I'm surprised how many people, and I'm going to spin this, how many people are just so incredibly great to their colleagues that they're the ones that pick up the entire Thing. or these people are just very hungry themselves where it'd be like one person in the car mm-hmm. and I'm like I've been waiting for 15 minutes and then they, yeah. they hand out like literally $200 worth, <laughs> worth, of, food. worth mm-hmm. of fast food. I'm like who are you picking this up for? Yeah. yeah right.
1: And when you get stuck behind that person mm-hmm. that's ordering that situation. Yeah. They only have four things on the menu. That is so- frustrating. <laughs> I understand that. Mm-hmm. I really feel your pain in that. You're like, how is your total sixty seven thirty five? Well, I will
3: tell you, I went through a drive through <laughs> last week where I waited for twenty freaking minutes and then drove away with cold fries, and it was frustrating. Why were you waiting for twenty because minutes? Because that's how slow they were. What and time of day were, was this? What time? It day? was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Oh, shift change. And there were maybe ten cars ahead of me, and it took more than twenty minutes. Oof. And then the fries were cold.
1: You got a lot of patience because I'd have bailed right out of that mm. line. I thought went. about it. If I had yeah. some. I had a couple of minutes. Man. I was
3: close. Yeah.
0: We went to a restaurant in Naples for lunch, like the first day that we arrived, and somebody didn't show up to work, so service was really, really, mm. really slow, but we were in such a good mood and so happy to be down in Florida in the mm-hmm. Florida sunshine, and we had a glass of wine that we were uh, like, take yeah. your time. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, but I could see how that'd be really yeah. frustrating. And she was really frustrated, and she was really stressed out. Our server, sure. and she kept apologizing. We we're like, "It's fine. We're good. Just keep these wines coming." Yeah.
1: But that's happening more and more, Jeff. Even people will put signs now up at places that says, like, we're short-staffed. We're sorry it's taking so long. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: there's an article in the Business Courier, and I'm sure you could find it elsewhere, too, about how Cincinnati restaurants are in dire need of servers. Mm -hmm. Like, they're spread so thin right now because so many left the industry during COVID, and Mm -hmm. they've either found other jobs or they just haven't been able to hire them all back yet. So as more and more places are opening up, they're... In desperate need. So if you're yeah, looking to make extra money or get back in the food service industry, now's the time. We gotta take a break coming up. Uh the other rude things you shouldn't be doing at the grocery store. Uh Jeff Jan, eight after eight, Cincinnati's Q one oh two. We were just having an off air conversation about the restaurant industry and the need for workers, and uh and I had kind of alluded to the fact earlier about how a lot of the area restaurants are struggling right now because they're they, 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 there's there's such a shortage of workers, um, you know, and they don't know what the shortage is behind. <clears throat> they don't know what's behind the shortage of restaurant workers, but uh, a lot of restaurants are saying it's because uh, all the dining rooms are kind of reopening at the same time in anticipation in anticipation of the easing restrictions that they're all sort of competing for the same labor pool. Um, others speculate that maybe it's because, uh, those unemployment benefits that were put into place, has got people staying on the sidelines. And then you have a lot of restaurant workers who just left the industry entirely for jobs that offer a little more stability. But in the meantime, you got, you know, restaurants that are sh- short staffed on a pretty regular basis. I read that they can't stay open. Bronte Bistro at mm-hmm. Joseph Beth had, uh, closed his doors two days a week now because they don't have the staff to run the place.
3: Yeah. Just so unfortunate.
0: And we're also seeing a shortage of skilled laborers, blue-collar skilled laborers like plumbers and electricians.
3: And that was happening before COVID. I mean, yeah. this has been this has been. A, there's a whole generation of people that did not go to trade school.
1: Yeah, and for I was, whatever reason. But I was telling these guys off air that yesterday, and I do have a video coming soon to our Q and A Facebook page. But yesterday. Uh, After the show, I went to Arlinghouse Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, which is a client that I work very closely with, love them. But they have created this thing that is called Arlinghouse University. So essentially, what they're doing is they are going into schools and they're going to job fairs and they're talking to people and they're inviting you to be a part of Arlinghouse University which is when you, you know, you apply and then you get accepted, you become an employee slash student of Arlinghouse University.
0: So it's paid training.
1: So it is paid training. So they're teaching you how to do um, heating and air conditioning. A trade
0: skill that you'll have forever.
1: Yeah. So you're learning how to do that. You're learning how to be certified. And then you're getting a job with the company as soon as your class graduates. And I'm like, They're paying you to go to school, essentially. More and more
3: companies are just going to have to do that. And learning how to
1: do that. And I'm like, what an amazing opportunity for someone that may not feel like college is for them or want to do some kind of, you know, they want to do a trade job. I mean, and there is money in it. I mean, electricians and plumbers
3: can make pretty darn good. Oh, they do all right. I can tell you
4: that that the people that I pay to do some of the projects for us on our stuff, I...
1: They're doing okay. They are. Oh, yeah.
4: Well into the six figures. Well, yeah. they're
1: getting ready to have their very first graduating class at the end of May. And so they'll be doing other classes. But I was just like, what a neat opportunity that That's I great. wasn't really, like, aware of. This is I,
0: not a joke. I was on an airplane headed down to Florida, and I saw my plumber board the plane and sit in first class. He's doing all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think more and more companies are going to have to do that because there's just no one to hire. They don't have anybody to go out and hire an independent contractor because there just aren't any yeah
0: that's so. good that they're hitting the schools and recruiting them though.
1: yeah that's right? cool for sure yeah, cause it's very exciting because i know he was saying we talked to the instructor there his name is nick glass i believe Glace, and he was saying that um at the end of the week or next week they're going into saint henry high school and they're going to be talking to some of the kids there and i was just mm-hmm. like what an amazing opportunity for youth you know they even have women doing the program sure. which is great it's you know an it's open
0: yeah it's great to have options great to have choices uh, anyway, this all sparked for, I don't even know how we got on this topic. Cause originally we were talking about rude things that you shouldn't do at the grocery store. And, uh, I'm going to complete that list and then we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, don't block the aisle with your cart; move it over to the side. So people can oh, and get people by are
3: oblivious. They put the cart in the middle and then the, what the little bit of space that is left. They're standing in, of course,
0: uh, gaming the, Oh, you know, okay. So I did this and I hate doing it. And I I wouldn't do this if if I had a long line behind me, but I was at the grocery store and I bought some frozen veggies. And she said, if you get three, you get the third one is free. She said, it's buy two, get one free. And I'm like, oh, man, I look behind me.
1: Was there a line?
0: There was one person. She How had a line. How far away were the frozen vegetables? They were kind of like right around the corner. Okay, so I go close. running. <laughs> literally ran. And I get up to the frozen and I can't find them.
3: Oh, oh no. no. That's the worst. I
0: did, did eventually, but it took nothing? longer and I felt really bad because by the time I got back there, that line was really long.
1: I had one of my checkout guys at Kroger. Um like we put everything on the cart and one of the yogurts had like busted at the top or something when he picked it up to scan it he was like oh this is open and he looked at me and then he looked at the line and he goes you know what i'm just going to run back there for you and he took off running there down the yeah. aisle Funny. and got a new yogurt for me cuz awesome. he's a bad
0: guy and not you Yeah right I know i was like look she suggested it
1: <laughs> right she
4: told <laughs> it was me, her
0: idea it, seriously Gaming the 10 items or less lane. Yeah, I had a really nice guy who was ahead of me. He saw I only had like three items. Uh, He didn't have that many either. He was like, go ahead. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah, go for it. Don't line up with 15 items and expect no one to notice. They'll notice. They're counting. Yeah. Recent poll found that 89% of us (laughs) think the 10 items or less should be a strict rule.
3: Usually if it's 10 items or less, I'll just check out myself. That's what is that on there? People who go to the self checkout with a huge freaking cart load of groceries, they've got like $500 worth of stuff in their cart and they're checking themselves out and it takes them 45 minutes. Yep.
1: I wish I would. I wish there was an aisle for large order self checkouts. I do because I would wait in it because I like bagging my own stuff.
3: Yeah.
1: But I, but I also feel very guilty, like Jen is saying, when I know I have a larger cart and I'm just like, oh right. no.
0: And uh, finally, letting your kids misbehave. The grocery store is not a jungle gym. They can be they can have fun and be kids. Just don't let them get too crazy.
3: Don't let them b- nail me in the ankle with the little cart they're pushing. <laughs> That's what you gotta watch, man. Jacob got plowed over by a three year old last oh. week.
1: Dude, those really? those moms yes. and dads that let their kids have those little carts, is a lot. I, you're I envy brave. them. Yes, you are very I brave. I'm like you're getting in the top.
3: You're asking for it. Yep. Mm. Oof.
1: <laughs> what a joy, though, for a child. Can oh, I would have loved. Are you <laughs> kidding? <laughs> kidding? If they would have
3: had those when I was a kid, could you? Same. I would have filled up four of them.
1: <laughs> remember, remember, <laughs> supermarket sweep where they would take their hand oh, down yeah. the entire row of and like cereals,
0: <laughs> right in the yeah. cart. They're just kids being kids. There was a really funny audio. There was uh, there was a woman who was yelling at some kids at a park because they distracted her tennis game, and it's really funny to listen to because the kids are like, "Relax, lady. We're just kids. We're just kids being kids." <laughs> I wonder where like, they heard that. And she's like, "Well, what about me? We want to have fun too." So
4: you don't think we should respect each other? Then you say I'm not nice, but that you're she... the one who started.
0: I know, they're calling her out. They're like, lady, you're not nice. You're mean.
2: That was you? Yeah. So you should say you're sorry, because you don't treat adults like that. I didn't do anything to you. You did it to us. We are just having fun. So are we! So are we! But oh. we can't have our fun because you're screaming and we can't concentrate. So let's be kids, please. Oh, just and what? We can't be kids at 54? I <laughs>
3: Damn! Oh Does it say how old those kids were? They sounded yeah, all they were, little. Yeah, they were a
0: little, man. They're just going to town. And Remember like, how oh. we
1: had that conversations about New Yorkers just being honest? That's what it <laughs> reminded being, me of. She's
3: being honest.
0: Why? why? Why can't we just be kids? Well, why can't we be kids at age 54?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dang. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so the next time a kid nails you with a cart.
1: Right. Hey! Yeah. (laughs) That lady needs to chill out.
0: Mm -hmm. That's funny. I know. That was an intense tennis
3: game. Yeah, it It really was. Is there money on the line?
0: Maybe. A new study out of the University of Roehampton in the UK wanted to see if there was a connection between kinky sex and drugs. And uh, if I had to have guessed, I would have said probably not, but I was wrong. There is. The researchers found that people who are into illegal drugs are also more likely to do, quote, non traditional sexual activities.
3: Non traditional.
0: Like BDSM, having more one night stands. The guy who led the study says, quote, our study revisited the well worn phrase of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> And has proven that both recreational drug use and non-traditional sexual activities are linked and have also become the norm. Wow. How did rock and roll get lumped in with all this? Poor rock and roll. Everyone in the study had attended a music festival between 2016 and 2019.
2: (laughs) And there you have it. Thanks for listening